Hello, this is Mark Snowden, and you've reached my podcast. Is your congregation what we call oral? In Montreal, Canada, a few years ago, I tore pages out of a novel and gave it to 60 people attending the very first Truth Sticks Bible Storing Workshop. I asked them to tell me what they thought the book was about based on that single page that they held in their hands. Nobody got it right. Yet Sunday after Sunday, we do the same thing in our churches. We not fit, may not physically tear pages out of our Bibles, but we focus only on small biblical snippets to make our own teaching points and themes. We fall very short of disciple-making ideals when we preach or when we teach, when we race through Scripture to get to our own ideas. Why is orality in North America seen as something new? First century believers had very low literacy rates. Some have estimated it as low as 90% were oral learners, non-readers. Yet the gospel advanced, Acts 9.31, multiplied. Everyone loves a story. It takes even years to enjoy reading. Oral methods are very reproducible. And hey, Jesus did it. Speaking of reproducibility, are those who genuinely seek to make disciples of all peoples in North America actually making disciples? Isn't that our command from Christ in Matthew 28, 18 through 20? If disciple making is our commission by Jesus and a majority of the people have an oral learning preference, why is it not commonly used in our churches? Examine what is happening in the average evangelical church. Sermons are of the highest literate formats possible. Fill in blank sermons uh, and fill in the blank sermon notes. Intense exposition of not only single verses, but word by word analysis in the pulpit. Overhead projection that provides outlines and pithy quotes, sometimes intermingled with video roll ins that reinforce the worship theme of the day. In our Sunday school classes and those with the churches that still have them, we find quarterlies tucked in Bibles, workbooks, and learning environments that, despite the occasional poster, have the austerity of sterile hospital wards. Those that do read their Sunday school lesson are preparing only for Sunday, and it has no connection with their everyday activities. Beyond the superficial appearances, the Sunday school teacher is a mini version of the pastor. He gives a lecture to adults and teens, and people passively listen. They read verses when called upon, but many do not comprehend what is being read, yet the lecture drones on. My wife and I used to teach a college and career Sunday school class, and I remember one of the, the young men were exasperated and said, why don't you just tell us what to believe? He wasn't used to wrestling with the truths and applying it to his own life. It was just like adding on to the veneer that he already had because he was just looking for information and not transformation. Church members hop from one church to the other. We know that. Denominational loyalty is something of whatever past we thought there was. And because of budget shortfalls, Many churches increasingly cut back on efforts at disciple-making among adults. And as I frequently state, teaching a Sunday school lesson is not the same thing 
is making disciples. Contrast this to what is at least underway in the children's areas. Because of efforts of teachers to engage young minds, the learning environments are often bright and filled with music, crafts, well-told stories, teaching pictures, and wall decorations that interpret desired themes for a month or quarter. Somehow between childhood and adulthood, an incredible learning gap has emerged. We assume the adults and teens got the same stories, the same biblical background as we did, right? Well, did they? However, even that in being done among children could be improved. I was leading a children's workshop in Missouri, and one of the teachers that was in my group said, one of my seven-year-olds said, hey, teacher, I just thought of something. All of these Bible stories that you tell us are from the same book, but you tell them out of order. So to me, that made an incredible case for putting every story we tell in the biblical timeline and context. Praise God for believers that are awakening and engaging in oral approach that intentionally enables disciple-making. Check out more than 100 blogs that I've written on truthsticks.us and write to me for a catalog of Bible-storing resources at snowdenministries at gmail.com. So, with a little help, you can take all of those stories instead of random pages in a book and see the wonderful narrative of God's work among us.